0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, November 24th, 2022, and this is day 1709 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being our father. Thank you, Lord, for making a way for us, even when it seems like it's impossible. Thank you, Lord, for showing us proof of who you are and how wonderful and awesome you are to all of us. Thank you, Lord, for loving us unconditionally. You love us just because. I thank you for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everyone. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is resolving doubts. Sometimes, We need proof of certain things, right? Sometimes we even doubt our own purpose or our own effectiveness. Well, let's learn a little bit more about the doubt that was going on here. We're coming out of Luke chapter 7, verses 18 through 35. Luke chapter 7, verses 18 through 35. And it says, John's disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, he sent them to the Lord to, to ask, Are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else? And this really has always puzzled me because John baptized Jesus and he's he's Jesus' cousin, and um, you know, but he has some doubt. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. After John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. (laughs) What did you get out of? What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury are in palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. And that was John the Baptist, his cousin. And that, (coughs) excuse me, was his assignment to prepare the way for the arrival of Jesus Christ. And once he finished preaching a message of repentance and Jesus came along, then John's mission was complete. And he's saying, he says, I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John, yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And uh, it was quite uh, interesting. I read in my commentary about this segment, it says, um, of all people, no one fulfilled his God-given purpose better than John. Yet in God's kingdom, all who come after John have a greater spiritual heritage because they have clearer knowledge of the purpose of Jesus' death and resurrection. So all of us that come after John, we know more now. And John was the last of those great prophets before the birth of Jesus Christ. And so he was the last it says the last to function like the Old Testament prophets the last to prepare the people for the coming mess- messianic age Jesus was not contrasting the man John with individual Christians he was contrasting life before Christ with life in the fullness after or I'm sorry with life in the fullness of Christ kingdom so the life before christ and then now we have the fullness of the, of the kingdom of god we have a better understanding and then he says it says all the people even the tax collectors when they heard jesus's words acknowledged that god's way was right because they had been baptized by john But the Pharisees and the experts in the law rejected God's purpose for themselves because they had not been baptized by John. Jesus went on to say, To what then can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other. We played the pipe for you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not cry. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine. And you say, he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking. You say, here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of the tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by all her children. You see, the righteous ones, the Pharisees, the leaders of the sect, the they, they no matter what uh, was not believing, you know they down John and they down Jesus, they had something negative to say about both. He's saying, and what good in some cases for some people is it they they choose to believe differently, and every one of us will be held accountable for what we've done and what we've said and whether we did the will of God or not. So point number one. So I I remember buying this fancy can opener to open large commercial cans. We we had lots of big cans of fruit and applesauce to open while preparing lunches during the uh, plague, the COVID. We did that for um, a couple of years, I guess. I think it was at least a couple of years making lunch uh, bags or boxes to go uh, for those that didn't have food. And then there were people that would come by the church to pick them up. So about three or four ladies, all women that were coming. And and there was one gentleman on the block that would come and pick up food to hand out to those who were in need. And we would make about a hundred of these lunches um, every Saturday and we had these gigantic cans of fruit and all that that was donated to us. All the food that we had was donated uh, by my pastor now, Pastor Cynthia, at that time. And and that's a whole other story in itself, but it was amazing how God did that. And anyway, we, we put in the lunches, we would dish up fruit cocktail or applesauce, and these cans were gigantic, so I ordered this can opener that you just lay it was electric, and you lay it on top of the can and push the button, and it just would spin around the can and open it. It was amazing, <laughs> and uh, and it did that for about uh, a week or two, and then it stopped, and uh, and then it might halfway open the can. And then I started to have doubt about the publication and the marketing of, of this. Wonderful can opener. So I thought, okay, let me order another one to see if maybe, you know, there was a defect. And then the other one did the same thing. And then I ordered maybe one more. And it did the same thing. I doubt it. Uh, The motive (laughs) behind the selling of this can opener or were people just trying to take advantage or, or maybe it wasn't meant for big cans, but it advertised it. It just did not hold up. That's what was happening here. Even through, even though John had baptized Jesus and knew Jesus was the Messiah, he had some doubt. Jesus did not get upset by his question. He simply responded with physical proof. Remember, he said, I've raised the dead, healed the sick, cast out demons, uh, you know, people that were not able to see are now able to see. He's opened the ears of the deaf. He gave physical proof. There's no doubt there when you see it, right? So what doubts do you have? Jesus is more than able to answer any of your concerns. He will give you the proof you need to continue your mission. All the proof we need is in the Bible and in our relationship with the Lord and through our obedience to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Point number two, you will run into people like the religious leaders in Jesus' days that won't believe you no matter what you do or what you say, just as they did not with Jesus and John the Baptist. We should not allow people like that to keep us from fulfilling our God-given purpose. We should tell them the truth, and if they don't accept it, it's not our responsibility to continue to try to persuade them. We shake the dust off our feet and give it to the Lord and we move on. We love them. We pray for them, but we don't allow them to stop us from doing what God has called us to do. He's more than able to handle the situation, right? If we let him. Sometimes we doubt our own purpose or our own effectiveness. It may not be anyone else but us doing it to ourselves. Self-condemnation, not feeling worthy enough, not feeling, you know, uh, knowledgeable enough, or maybe feeling like I even have enough credentials to do what God has given you to do. I remember thinking some of those things myself. (laughs) Lord, am I being effective? Am I Doing truly what you called me to do, I was at this event with my sister Jill um a few weeks ago, and it was an all woman or all yeah all woman event or all women event and uh in business or those wanting to start their own business and There were some men there. it wasn't like, "Oh, you can't come in if you are a man," and they had um what I liked about this was they had panels of women that would get up and speak on certain things. So they may have had three panels, and usually it was four women to the panel. Well, on this, I think it was the next to the last panel, there was a group of women talking about, you know, uh, their business. Uh, one woman taught, uh, help women start their business, giving them the basics in entrepreneurship, and telling them honestly the truth. You know, how are you going to do this business and you're not making money? She gave us examples and she was really good. All of them were. And my sister and I were sitting on the front row along with, um, you know, some of the my uh, friends, a couple of my friends and daughters in Christ um, was with us and uh, Camille and Gigi and You know, it was just a beautiful event, and it might have been about 40 women there, and they provided lunch. Well, anyway, the woman that I was telling you about that teaches the basics in entrepreneurship, uh, just out of nowhere, you know, we were, she was sharing in the audience, people were raising their hands and asking questions. She said, this woman right here, and she pointed at me. And I didn't have my glasses on to see good and distance, you know, but I could see her good enough. And she and she pointed at me and I thought, is she talking about me? And I said, Me? And she goes, Yes, you. She said, This woman has great wisdom, something like that. She's had a business and she's had a bakery. She was the first black owned restaurant or bakery at Crown Center she's got lots of information and doing wonderful things you know and i'm 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 summarizing here (laughs) that she's done and you need to talk to her and i was just blown away (laughs) i didn't know this dear woman and uh but she knew me (laughs) she knew all about what i had been doing and i said well I was about in tears because it just came from out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it, and you know, and people were like, "Oh, I remember," and saying nice things about it. So I said, "Well, this is my sister, and and it's her. It was hers too. <laughs> we were in it together, and my other sister." <clears throat> uh, and uh, I'll never forget that moment because it was like this proof that God gave me. That people are watching and people see the physical evidence of what you're doing, the manifestation of it. You don't have to get weary and well doing, he says, because in due season you will reap. It's not about the accolades, but it's about the proof to keep going. And it just gave me that energy and self assurance. You know, I had it, but you know, even more so in doing what I'm doing now working with youth, and uh, now trying to find a building and all the different things that come along with it, rolling it out in the schools. I know, yeah, on this journey, yes, this is it. And God has given me proof for myself. What about you? So often we don't feel like we're being good enough or that we're doing enough. And God is saying, Let me show you. (laughs) He's giving you a glimpse. He's letting you see. He's um, rolling uh, the video (laughs) and showing you, yes, you're doing exactly what you should be doing. And here's proof. And keep doing it. Don't give up. Don't stop. It's not in vain. All right? Whoever that is, you know who you are. God wants you to be reassured that you're doing what He's called you to do, and then some might have doubt as to whether is there really, you know, going to be a rapture? Is is there really a, a, a God that loves us like this? Oh yeah, there's proof of that too, in your Word and in the miracles that God is still uh, performing through His people. Oh yeah, there is your proof. And here is one other step. If you are doubting and if you're not sure, maybe you don't know Jesus. Well, this is your day. (laughs) And this will help you to begin that journey of doing what he's called you to do. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate right there. And all kinds of things will be revealed to you unlike ever before as you serve the Lord and do His will. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May His face radiate with joy because of you. May He be gracious unto you, show you His favor, and give you His peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, Jackie Bikes Ministries.org, J A C K I E, B Like Boy, U Y C K S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And please check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community teaching our precious youth workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. We thank you so much for your support. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.